and we are four lines below, and you know the wide lines at the bottom, four lines down. Toshma. Right, so we, we are now in the middle of discussing whether Mason know what's going on in this world. People who have already died and passed on, are they aware? <coughs> and remember, this all started with a story of um, Rabbi Chia and Rabbi Yonason who were walking in the Beis Akvaris and, and Rabbi Yonason's sitsis was, was dragging along the grave and what's name and Rabbi Chia said to him this is not a covered for the mace he says the posuk says Hamesim lo the Mesim do not know anything so they're not aware it's not an insult to them because they're not aware of it and now we had you remember we had a very interesting story last week about Strange. the two a strange story, yeah, about the two girls in the cemetery who were speaking, and uh, and the Chosid Echod who who did very well on that, did business. He went there three years in a, in a row, etc., etc. So now let's come to the next story, Toshma. But it had an unhappy ending, didn't it, with the with the mother of one of those girls? Yes, yeah, yeah, because she had an argument and so on. But the whole story was brought in order to to sort of show us that. And people who have died do know what's going on in this world. And we answered, no, somebody else had died beforehand and come and told them. Now we come to Toshma. Let's bring another proof that the Mesim know exactly what's going on. Does the area have a myth? It's a nice long word. The Eri entrusted some money with his landlady. He lived somewhere and he went to Yeshiva and he said to his landlady, can you please look after that, uh, this, this amount of money for me? While he was away in Yeshiva, Shiva, she died. And Ziri did not know where she had put the money. He followed her literally to the courtyard of death. Rashi explains that is the basic chorus. By the way, this story, this story will see clearly why it was, I mean, you'd think that if he would go off, and he'd give her the money, at least he would perhaps ask her where you're going to put it, in case he wants it afterwards, he can't, he can't get hold of it, but we will see from the story why that was not the case. You, know, you don't use, when you deposit money with somebody, yeah. do, you, do you actually ask the well, location? No, if you're depositing it with a bank, oh, yeah, that's the then case. you know you can get it out at any time, but yeah. if you're depositing it with an individual, right, you're depositing it with an individual, you might, you might think that you would ask Perhaps, but we'll see from the story why she didn't, why she, why he didn't do that. Omalot, so, so he said to her, in other words, he came to Basic Forest, Omalot, he said to her, where's the money? <laughs> right? He spoke to her, managed to speak to her, he had direct contact with her. Omalot, she said to him, Zil Shakinu, go and take it, Mitusibitsanura, from under the pivot of the door, and that was the ground and the hole where the doorpost was, because in, in the olden days, now we have hinges, they used to have a doorpost that used to go, so underneath that in the ground, that's where the money was hidden. Now this is the, this is the interesting point, for Amalala Ima, right, and she added, this is the landlady of Zaira, said to Zaira, the money is in such and such a place, and by the way, Tell my mother to to send me my comb and my tube of cosmetic paint, in other words, my makeup, 
with so-and-so who is dying and is coming here tomorrow to be buried. What's going huh? on? Alright, so one minute. So first of all, now, now Rashi explains what, exactly what is going on. And Rashi says like this, why did she sort of make those sort of comments? Since she died young, explains Rashi, she said to her, in other words, she, the sort, the very sort of things that she should have normally been doing at that time. She was a young person. She should have still been alive. And if she would have been alive, what would she be doing? She'd be combing her hair and putting on her makeup. So this comment was as if to say, you know, Agmas Nefesh means she was sighing. She was upset that she had died young. And with that, perhaps we can answer the question, that is why Zera did not ask her, because she was a young woman. So therefore, he knew whenever he comes back, he'll get hold of her. If it was a woman of 89, you can be assured that he would have said to her, by the way, I need to know who knows whether you'll be around when I come back or not. It raises a lot of problems. And we we like to think that in the hereafter, things become evident. Yeah. And one has some sort of uh, serenity. Yeah. This suggests otherwise. Yeah. But any case, I mean, the, the important point is that we learn from here, Alma Yoda. So she knew that so-and-so... Yeah. So what she said was... One, one second, come on. <laughs> what she said is that... What she said was that so-and-so is dying and coming back tomorrow. So-and-so is dying and is coming tomorrow. To, to, oh, I that's see. what she said. She said, "Send my the money is in such and such a place, yeah. and send me my comb and my my tube of cosmetic paint with so and so who is dying and coming here tomorrow." So says the Gemara Alma Yodot. Therefore, the fact that she knew that so and so is dying is 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 and coming here tomorrow means they know about what's going on in the world. Right. The that's content the, is strange. Why was she... Ne- she's in the hereafter now. She's yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does she need cosmetics for? <laughs> Why does she need what? Cosmetics I for. told you. That's what Rashi said. Because she died young... Yes. They ask the question that. Yeah. Clive said, I thought when they die, it's all shtusin, the, 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 the makeup. You're, you're, you're happy. She was it, trying to hint... That why did I die young? I should really be alive, and I should be at the moment combing my hair and putting makeup on. Yeah. That's why she said. That's what Rashi says. But that, yeah. Sorry, that's what he's asking. Yeah, exactly, exactly. She was just well. hinting. She was just upset about the fact. Yeah, all right. I don't know. You can ask the question. Why was she upset? Because that's the Olam at Emma. That's it. That's it. I can't answer. But no. all I can tell you is, yeah, she ought to. She felt she ought not to be uh, sort of up there. She she ought to be still doing that. Well, that that's what that's what Rashi says. Young woman. Yeah, that's right. She's, you know, listen, you can't ask questions <laughs> on these stories because no, these stories yeah. are above us. We don't really understand the full meaning of sort of what this story is. Yes. She, how the era came along and just t- spoke to her like that at the basic forest, and how everything else happened. You know that how she knew, etc., etc. All these things it, it, you can't take them. It's not like a story that you read in you know in the newspaper and you can ask questions how could so and so see this and this but there was a leaked document you can't no ask. but they, they could what's to say from this I'm Enyako mm-hmm. you could lo- look up Enyako mm-hmm. and see 
if they say anything right, on well, this. You, now you've got that, your homework that, for that, next no, week. That's, that, that's what Enyaka's all about. So okay. yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. All right, so let, let's carry on the Gemara. Alma Yoda, so we see that she knew. So what do we see from here? We see from here that a person who is dying knows what's going on. A person who is dead knows what's going on in this world because she said, give my coma, my makeup to so-and-so who is coming here the next day, who is dying and will be coming here the next day. One minute. So she knew, so from this, the Gemara wants to bring a raya that may seem that dead people do know what is going on in this world. The answers the Gemara, no, answers, answers the Gemara, I'll come to a minute, answers the Gemara, no, it's not a proof. Dilma Duma Kodma Machrizlahu. Now Duma was the Maloch who was appointed over the dead people. But that's the name, Duma. Not Duna. Duma. Right? Duma he announced he announced to the dead beforehand that so and so was arriving the next day, and that's how she knew about it. So in other words, what we can say is it's not a proof. Mason perhaps do not know what's going on in this world how did she know that so and so is coming the next day that she said tell her when she comes she should bring her me a comb and a yes. tube of paint and so on yes. because she was informed by Duma that the Malach who's in charge of dead people he announced it but what is actually going on in the, in the, in the world that she did not know yeah um, can't we like, can't we ask from the fact that she knew that the evil was at the basic voice yeah um, and wanted to talk to her yeah the fact that she knew that can't we ask therefore Mason know what's going on and that w- isn't the same uh, that, that doesn't yeah. have Duma as an answer yeah I, I agree well the fact that we answer that Duma means you see there's, there's two things the Gomorrah is trying to prove that Mason know what is going on in the world yeah if they actually come, you know, we had the Gemara before said, we, we brought a question and we said that Mason feel, they can feel it when the worms come and so on, they can feel that. So anything to do with them, perhaps they know. Yeah. But in other, so in other words, if somebody comes to the base of the forest, to their kever, and it's connected with them, that they will know. But general things which is going on in the world, which is not to do with them, that they won't know. Exactly. So and the fact that she did know that we wanted to bring a raya and we brought so, so we answered no, it's not a raya because perhaps Duma came and told. Right, Toshma, another story. The Vuid is a bit more complicated, this one. Alright? So help cup as they say in French. The father of Shmuel Yasma. He was entrusted with orphans' money. When he died, Shmuel was not with him. So he didn't have a chance to tell Shmuel where the money was hidden. Now I know you're going to ask me why didn't he tell him during his lifetime and all that. I don't know the answer to that, but that's how that that Masakachava. That's that's how the story was, and no one knew where it was. Not only that, people got upset about it. People who were suspecting the worst, they was called Shmuel, the son of the person who took the orphan's money. No, that's unfair. It's very unfair. But that's what they did. Right? So, he wanted to know, where's this money? Because he wanted to give it back to the orphans. So Shmuel went to the base of Kvoros, and there it's not quite so simple. Whereas in the story of Ziri, just says he went to the base of Kvoros, and he spoke to, to his landlady straight away. Here, it wasn't so simple. Omalu said to them, when he came there, he made a general announcement, but in Abba. I want to speak to Abba. 
Abba was the name of Shmuel's father. So Shmuel said, I want to speak to my father. Omrene, they said to him, Abba Tuva Ikehoka. There are many Abbas here. Be a bit more specific, please. Who are they? Huh? Oh, again, who are they? It doesn't even say in the Gemara, but he, he, he must have seen the spirits there of the Nasim, and he addressed them communally and said to them, I need to speak to Abba. Can you produce him? Again, you see, we can't understand this exactly. You know, the stories, that they must have a much deeper meaning. Yeah. Abba Tuva Ika Hocha. There are many Abbas here. Omala Hu Shmuel said to them, but in Abba Ba Abba. I want Abba Ban Abba. Right? Because not only Shmuel's father was called Abba, but Shmuel's exactly. grandfather was called Abba. So in other words, I'm looking for Abba Ben Abba. Omala, yeah. they said to him, sorry. Abba ba Abba Namitova Ikahoka. There are many Abba ba Abbas. <laughs> so you've got to be even more specific. So he was. Omalui said to him, being Abba ba Abba, Abu the Shmuel. I want to see Abba the son of Abba, father of Shmuel. In other words, father of him. Hecha, where is he? Omalui said to him, Salik Lemesifta Durikia. He has gone up to Shemaim. In other words, he came across the spirits there at the base of Kvoros. But they said he's already ascended to Shemaim. Okay, so I'm sorry, he's, he's not available, so to say. Sorry? Yeah, yeah, my father's not available. Yeah, yeah, my father told me to tell you he's not available. noticed his friend, who had died already, called Levi, he was sitting outside the circle of the dead. Because what was happening is that the dead people, they appeared to Shmuel to be sitting in a circle outside of their kvorim, outside of the graves. But Levi was outside the circle. That's what Rashi says. Omar later, Shmuel said to him, to Levi, he said, I've got two questions to ask you. Number one, Amai Yosvus Abroi, why are you sitting outside the circle? There seems to be a circle of spirits. Everyone's sitting in the circle. You're sitting outside. That's not question number one. Why? Number two is my time in the selector. Why have you not gone up to Shemaim? In other words, if his father had gone up to Shemaim, and obviously Levi was presumably a big tzaddik as well. So who was the relationship to Shemaim? Levi's relationship to Shemaim? Just a friend of his. A friend. Just a friend of his. Right. He, he says, why have you not also gone up to, he- to heaven? Omalei, so Levi said to him, to Omalei, the reason I have not gone up to Shemaim yet mm-hmm. is because they told me, Kolki Hanach Shnei. As many years, office, as many years as you did not go to the yeshiva of office, and you caused him distress, we will not admit you up to Shemaim. Now let me just quote you from the Gemara, this is the story about Levi, why he did not go into the base of Medrash of Rav Afes. So it's a very short, just a couple of lines. Rebbe said, Chanina b'chomo yeshe barosh. Chanina b'chomo, he should become the Rosh Yeshiva. Like Kibble Rebbe Chanina, but Rebbe Chanina did not accept the position. Shaya Rebbe Office, God will be menu shtei shonim omechsa. Because Rebbe Office was two and a half years older. And therefore Rebbe Chanina considered it disrespectful to be the head of the Yeshiva while Rebbe Office was alive. Yosef of Ovisperation, therefore, I mean, it's a bit strange in any case, that Kamara, because just because he's two and a half years older, so what? Yosef of Ovisperation, if, so therefore, Rav Ovis became the Rosh Hashiva, 
Yosef Rav Hanina Abroi. And Rav Hanina sat outside the base of Medrash. Now, I'll quote here the line with the note from the art scroll, which is again, it's difficult to understand, but that's how it is. Why did he sit outside, Rav Hanina? As one himself who was great in Torah, and even fit to be the Rosh Hashiva, Rav Hanina could not subordinate, subordinate himself to Rav Ofez, as this would be an affront to the honor of his own Tyra. Which, again, I, I know it's very hard to understand, because, you know... Says what, alternative. Exactly. Why, 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 should, why should he not sit there, just because, you know, even if Rav Hanina was great, and Rav, I, I, that, that's how it is. So Rav Hanina went outside. Now, this is where Al Gomorra comes in. Levi came and sat with him there, because Levi felt was disrespectful for... Well, Hanina to sit on his own. Therefore, he kept saying, despite the fact that he had good intentions, yeah. nevertheless, he was punished because Rabbi Office was, was upset during all that time that Levi did not attend his, his, his drosha, his chair. So, so, so one minute, one minute, let's just finish this. So therefore, what he says is, why are you Levi? Why are you not allowed up to Shemaim? Because all the years, it doesn't say how many years that was, it doesn't say that in this Gomorrah, it doesn't say in Brochus, in, in our Gomorrah, or in the Gomorrah and Kasubas. But however many years you upset Rab Offers by not coming to his Shia, therefore those, those, that amount of time, you will not be able to come to Shemaim. It's a no-win situation. If he went to see Rab, if he went with Rab Offer, yeah, he'd upset the other Rosh Hashiva, yeah. And if he went, and he stayed with the other Yoshi, and set up the, yeah. up to the other one, so it's a no-win situation. I, I can't answer this. That, you know, sometimes you say, my sahava kahava, which means that was a story. Mm. That is what happened. Why that happened, why he decided to, that he couldn't go into the base of Medrash if Rabofos was the Rosh Hashiva, I, I don't know. I mean, I read that note out to you, but I understand it's not hard, not easy to understand. But in any case, coming back to Alkamara, we see that Levi was not allowed up to Shemaim for all the years that he had upset Rabofos. Now, we've forgotten what he, for what he even came for. <laughs> Remember, the beginning of the, the story money. was he came for the orphan's money. Exactly. So he says, Meanwhile, Shmuel's father did turn up. He must have heard there was a bit of a commotion going on. In any case, he turned up. Shmuel saw that his father was both crying and laughing. Shmuel said to him, My time in Kabochis, why are you crying? So he said to him, Because you're coming here soon. The word La'agel, I think, is the same, similar, you know, Ba'agolo of his Mankorev. Ba'agolo means soon, you're coming here soon. In other words, you're going to die soon. That's why he was upset, that's why he was crying. A bit scary. Yeah. My time at Achir, so Shlen Shmuel's asked him and says, why are you laughing? The Chashiva Baha'i Almatuva. Because you're very highly regarded in this world. The Machlokas Rashi and Tosas, what that means. Rashi says that means you're very highly regarded in the world where you are. Oh. And Tosas says it means in the next world. But at any rate, that was the reason that's why I was crying. We still haven't got to sort of, where is the orphan's money? No. We're, we're being kept in suspense. Amale Shmuel said to his father, now hang on a minute. If I'm so highly regarded, the, the reason why you're smiling is because I'm highly regarded, whether it's in this world or the next world, it doesn't matter. But if I'm so highly regarded, then the Alue Lelevi, let them admit Levi to Shemaim on my account. Right? Alue Lelevi, 
they admitted Levi. So Levi went up to Shemaim, basically not on his own course, because for his, as far as his own course was concerned, he was still going to stay there because of because he didn't go to Rob offices here. But what's them is a special favor. Shmuel says, since I'm so highly regarded, do me a favor and let Levi go up. On our lace, Shmuel said to his father, oh, here we come to the point. Zuza de Yasma Heiche. Where is the orphan's money? It's taken us a long time to get to this story. You know, sometimes people phone you up and they want something, yeah. but till they get to the point, how are you? How was your holiday? What's happening? What did you eat yesterday? The weather is so terrible. Come on, what do you want already? Okay, so here we are. Zuza de Yasma Heiche. Where is the orphan's money? On my lay, he said to him, Zil Shakluna Ba'amsadrechaya. Go and take it from the inside of the stone of the mill. There's money. The money on the top and the bottom is ours. While the money in the middle belongs to the orphans. Why did you arrange it in this way? So he said to him, If the robbers would steal any money... They would steal ours first because the money's on the top. Our money's on, oh, it's because the money's on the top. Our money's on the top. Mm-hmm. And similarly, if the earth would spoil the money, it will spoil our money because our money's on the bottom. Right? And therefore, we put that on the top there and on the bottom and in the middle is for the, mm-hmm. for the, um, your Simon. So let's so say you found out when, it occurs from here that, that those times they had paper money. Was this, uh, I mean, what, the, what? You had coins for silver and for gold from copper. You mean then the earth wouldn't uh, yeah, do anything? Earth, to, well, it could do. It could do. No, but I mean, if you had if you had coins, it's still you know if it was no, thing, it could no, rub no, out the. No. Somebody gave me. Somebody gave me a dot. I mean, the woman in the in the subway in New York gave me a dollar. It was completely you couldn't even see, you know, how much it was. You know, all these other people in America, they know yeah. exactly how much yeah. it is, yes. but it's ten cents or twenty cents. Well, I didn't know what it was, and I couldn't even read it. So it yeah. could be. Anyway, anyway, so the Gemara says as follows: So Alma de Yoda. So what do we see then? That the dead do know what's going on down here. Why do we know? Again, Machlokes Rashi and Tosfos based on the same as what we just said before according to Rashi since Shmuel's father knew how high Shmuel was regarded in this world mm-hmm. therefore he must know what's going on in this world mm-hmm. Tosfus says that the Gemara's proof is the fact that Shmuel's father knew that Shmuel would soon die mm-hmm. so whichever way you look at it they obviously from this story you can tell that the people who have died know what's going on in this world and for the Gemara no it's not a proof since he was so highly regarded they proclaimed in advance before he was dying before he was coming up make room so in other words what you can say is really the people who have died do not know what's going on in this world I, how did Avur de Shmuel know how highly regarded he is, according to Rashi, or that he's going to die, according to Tosfos, so he didn't know? Mm-hmm. No, there, um, because he was such an important person, Shmuel, therefore they proclaimed in advance, Panumokum, make room that f- for him. Who, but, who knows? For special people, 
Yeah, for special people, they would make an, an, an announcement in advance, make place, some so-and-so is coming. Who, who would make the announcement? The, the people in, in, in Shemaim, in Shemaim. Probably Duma, that what we've mentioned before. In fact, Tysus mentions, I don't get it's a bit complicated, but Tysus mentions, why can't we answer the same as before, Duma? Mm-hmm. And the answer is because Duma only knew what was happening straight away, because remember, that girl said, so-and-so is coming the next day. Whereas here, in the case of Shmuel, he says, soon you're coming, not the next day. And that Duma wouldn't have known, so that's why it doesn't answer Duma. But, but the point is like this, it's not a proof, we cannot prove from here that um, people who have died know what's going on. Can I ask a quick now, question? Yeah. It's prohibited for us to have a seance, yes? To communicate yeah. with spirits. Yeah. This is like a spiritual seance. Again, so, so again, it's... it's, it's what? It's like a spiritual it, seance. Well, no, a, a spiritual a seance is when you just want to sort of speak to the dead. To the dead. Yeah, and that's very right. Here, he yeah. had a special situation. First of all, we, we can't understand. We talk about Tanoim here. What? Exactly. We're talking about Tanoim, etc., etc. They're on a different, totally different level to us. I mean, if you, I can assure you that if you go along to Enfield or Chesson or even <laughs> Waltham Abbey tomorrow, yes. right, or to, what was the other United States? Bushy, go yeah. along to Bushy, and you and you go to any of the Kavorim, yes. and you ask them a question. I can absolutely guarantee you, you will get no answer. And if but Shmuel did get an answer, and Zaira did get an answer. So we're talking about people on a different level. We can't, you can't, we cannot understand properly what this all means. That they just come along and said, "I want to speak to you," and then he, how did he see Levy? You won't see anybody out of the graves to, if you go to uh, any of these places. But, but they're also bound by halakha. Halakhically, you're not meant to communicate with the dead. Yeah, but under these circumstances, he had to know where the things was, where the money was, because it was a chilal Hashem involved, because people were going around and saying that he, the Shmuel's father, had stolen money from the Yosemim, and therefore he had to know there was different circumstances. Now, we said before that Rabbi Yonason, he had his tzitzis um, going out on the Kvorim, and he said, and when Reb Chia pulled him up on that, he said the Masims don't know at all, they're not affronted by it, because it said the possible that Masim ain't a Yodim Umar. So now says the Gemara like this, Vaf Reb Yonason Hodabay. Reb Yonason retracted his earlier view. In other words, his earlier view was that Masim know nothing. But he changed that. And we'll see why. The Omar Reb Shmuli Banachmeni Omar Reb Yonason. Rabbi Shmuel Ben said in the name of Rabbi Yonison, remember Rabbi Yonison is the person who was in the base of Kvoris there with his tzitzis. How do we know that the dead people converse with each other? Shenem as it's written as follows. It says in the Prosik, Hashem and Hashem said to him, meaning to Moshe Rabbeinu, just before his death, Zaisa Oretz, this is the land, Ashenishpati, which I swore, Lavram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, to Avram and Yitzhak and Yaakov, I was going to give it to them. Lamar. It's got an extra word, Lamar is saying. So it says, Gemara, my Lamar, what's the meaning of the word Lamar? So it means as follows. said to Moshe Rabbeinu, before his death, Leich Emelahem, that after you die, go and tell Avram, Yitzhak and Yaakov, the oath that I swore to you, in other words, the oath that Hashem swore to Avram, Yitzhak and Yaakov, to give his, their descendants. Eretz Israel, I've now fulfilled your children because they've begun to capture the land. Now, if you assume that the dead don't know anything of what's going on in this world, 
and it won't mean anything at all to them even if you speak to them they don't understand it they, they just cannot cope with what is going on in this world what's the point of message what's the point of Moshe Rabbeinu telling them exactly Clive you got it dead right no point so therefore therefore we must say Rabbi Yonason must have retracted his original view because Rabbi Yonason said how do we know that the Masons speak to each other because the Mason Moshe Rabbeinu will speak to Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov right now if they know nothing they don't understand anything and you cannot sort of communicate with them what's the point of telling them Alamai, you must take your force to say that Rabbi must have changed his mind from what he says that, 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 that he, before he said the Mason don't know anything, our Mason only ain't in Umar. Now he must agree that they do know something. Ask the Gemara, Elamai, the Elamai, the Yoda. Elamai, you must say what? The Yoda, that they do know of what's going on in this world. Mason do know. In that case, what need was there for Moshe Rabbeinu to tell them they would know in any case? You don't have to tell them. Answer the Gemara, you're quite right. They didn't need to be told, they knew exactly. But in order that they can show their appreciation to Moshe Rabbeinu, for all that he has done for their descendants, that's why Akash told him to go and speak to Moshe Rabbeinu. So in other words, at this moment, we, we, what we're saying is, that the truth of the matter is that Rion isn't changing his mind, and he realized that missing do know what's going on in this world. If so, what was the point of, if they know, if Avram and Yitzhak and Yaakov know what's going on, why does Moshe Rabbeinu have to go and tell that the Shavuah that he made to give the land is being Makayim now? Why does they, in order to endear Moshe Rabbeinu so that they can show their appreciation, say, Moshe Rabbeinu, thank you very much. Ever like Kom Kamasha Novi, there was no greater Novi, and he was that he was, he looked after Kalal Yisrael while they were in the Midbar and so on and so forth, so they can show their appreciation. I don't have the complete proof because it could be only select individuals. Ah, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. The, the Mashal does speak about that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you're right. It's not, it's not a hundred percent proof, right? Because you could say what you could answer is even a better question. Before we said, that if a mace comes after, if a, a mace can tell another mace, we had that before, didn't we? That a mace, because we said perhaps with with the case of the two girls in the base of Kvoras, we said Dilma in a shachamina shachiv. Perhaps another person died in the interim and told her. So we already know that Masim can tell other Masim. So it doesn't prove that they know what goes in the world. The Mashiach explains it, but it's, it's a bit complicated. Let's just do a little bit more. So why does Yonason ask? Um, uh, 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 ask uh, if you already can see from the story that they do uh, that they are Masapes yeah so why does he ask that because he brought another proof the Posik from the Posik there we said we, we, we only brought it as a Dilma because remember when the, at the end of the story it says Almayodo we see what is spoken by the living because the spirit of the girl was aware of what her mother had been told answers the Gemara Dilma perhaps in a shachar, in a shachar, perhaps somebody else died, but also what and told them. But here we bring a raya from a posik, a posik in the Chumash, a posik in the Tyra, that that is that, that the Mason and the Sakhim is there. Let's, yeah, let's just do a little bit more. Om Rabbi Yitzchak, says Rabbi Yitzchak, Om Masapa Achrei HaMais. Anyone who speaks badly about a mace, Ke'ilu Masapa Achrei HaOven. It's as if he's speaking badly about a stone. Meaning the dead person is unaffected by it. Yeah. So, so the more explains. Yeah, so that means, 
bad. Yeah, yeah, but here in this place, it's talking about Masafa speaking bad. If you're speaking good, then Avada, there's no problem. You understand, but this word Acharei doesn't mean bad. No, yeah. Acharei Hamais. Yeah, what R- Rashi says? One minute, where, where's this Rashi? Okay, the, 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 you understand, but what is it? Okay, yeah. yeah. Where's it seen in the words? In the word, I said. Uh, Alright, so but you oh, might, you'll okay. see from the, what the Gemara says, that it must be talking about bad. We've gone back to square one, haven't we? Omra, meaning because the dead don't know what he said about them. While others say they do know, but they don't care. Uh, this answers your question. Yes. They don't yes. care because they're in the Olam Emmet. Yeah. They don't care. Let somebody say it in the Olam Sheker. They can say something about them. Let them say it. In the Olam Emmet, everyone knows sort of what the situation is. Is it really so? Somebody spoke badly about Mashmuel after you died. And a large heavy pole fell from the roof. Or Bozo la Arnaka de Moche basically split his skull. The speaker's skull. Yes, yeah, yeah. The one who had spoken uh, bad about uh, Mashmuel, who had died, he got immediately punished, his his skull was split. So what do we see? Since he was punished on Shmuel's account, it, it would appear that Shmuel was upset about it, and therefore that's why it happened. So how can you turn around and say that they don't know about it, or even if they do know about it, they don't care about it? The fact that this person spoke about Mashmuel and to me and his uh, his skull was split, right, is 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 a proof that Sh- that Shmuel must have known about it. Not Alright, one minute. Let's just do the answer, and then we'll come to your question. Shiny super rabbanon. So we say no. A talmud chacham such as Shmuel is different. The kuchu brichu tova biyakore. Even perhaps you might say Shmuel doesn't know or doesn't care. But the fact that somebody could speak badly about a talmud chacham, Hashem cares, that's and it's Hashem who did question. it. That's right. Oh, so that's, that's that. <laughs> I, I knew that the yeah, answer yeah. would preempt your question. Thank you. Right. Anyone who speaks badly about Tamachachom, Neufel Begehenim, he falls into Gehenim, Shanema, and says in the Possum, Those who turn to crooked things, Yalichem Hashem as Pile Oven. They will, who will drive them, Pile Oven means the workers of sin, in other words, will take them to Gehenim. And then the Possum concludes and says, Shalom al Yisrael. Even when they're Shalom al in even in other words, when a Tamil Chokhm rests in peace after his death, as we say when we when when, the, when we put the Oran down, Al Makaima Yovai Vishalom, so you can see Shalom is connected with death, Yalikem Hashem is Pile Ovet. Hashem will drive them also anyone who says anything bad about a Tamil Chokhm after he's died, he will be sent to Gehenim. One little bit more. Tonabe Rishmo. If you see a Tamil Chochum who is done in Avera by night, don't think badly about him the next day. Shema also tshuva, because perhaps he's done tshuva. Ask the Gemara. Shema Sakadatach. You think perhaps he's done tshuva, and a bad eye also tshuva. It must always be done as Kala Adam Lakafskus. And therefore, if 
unless you know to the contrary, you have to assume that he's done tshuva. Says the Gemara, That only applies, in other words, when can you assume, when do you have to be done as Kozom, the Kaf's Chus, and to assume that he has already done tshuva, that is only sins of a private nature. Example, immorality, whatever. Regarding an Avera of Momen, where he has borrowed money and he hasn't paid back, or he's taken money from somebody, whatever it is, then you can't judge him favorably until he actually, actually, until you know for a fact that he's given money back to the owner. And the point is like this, we know coming up to Rosh Hashanah now, we know that if you do tshuva of Benodim Lamokum, you do tshuva, you've done them very, there are various ways of doing tshuva, etc. Right? One of them is that if it happens again, you're coming to the same situation, don't do it, then Akashbalchu is Michael, you give you Mechila, and you've got forgiveness. However, if you've done something Benodim Lachavera, you've upset your friend, you've said something to him not nice, or whatever it is, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not forgive you until you go and ask Mechila from your friend. It's no good saying to Hashem, I'm sorry that I upset so-and-so. No, you've got to go to the person himself and ask for Mechila. It's so a double of Sorry? It's a double of error in a way. You're very against yeah. and against Hashem. Exactly. So here as well is the same sort of thing. If it is something which was a sins of a private nature, which is normally something which is Ben Odom then you can assume he's done tshuva. But if it's been on the Chavera, it's been Mormon, he's taken money, which he shouldn't have from somebody, then actually he's got to go back until you, until you know that he's gone back and given the money back, then you cannot assume that he has done it. Is there any money or any other thing he's done to his friends? Well, and, and anything, 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 what we're saying is it's a general, yeah. you can learn from here, a anything. general rule yeah. of Ben Odom Lachavera, actually a Fais Chavera. Thank you.